I'm Jessica Peresta, host of the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Mic, Voices of the EPN. My name is Chris Nessie, founder of the Education Podcast Network, and you're listening to the podcast where we take you behind the scenes and we get to know the podcasters of the network a little bit better. In our last episode, we spoke with Chris Stuchko from the Ninth Grade Experience, so if you missed that episode, make sure you go back and listen to that. Here we are in episode eight, and my guest today is the amazing Angela Kelly Robeck. She is the host of The Empowered Principal. And now we're going to go behind the mic. Welcome, Angela. Well, thank you, Chris. That was a very lovely introduction. I appreciate that very much. And it's so it's so good to be here with you today. First, I am so glad that A, you produce your podcast because I think it is super valuable for people who are administrators or want to get into administration. And I'm glad you're a part of this network. So thank you for both of those things. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I remember you and I connected when I very first started this podcast. I This podcast, the Empowered Principal podcast, launched in January of 2018. And I think you and I connected sometime in that calendar year. Um, I was a newbie. I had no idea what I was doing. I was so afraid of podcasting. And it would take me hours to create like content for one podcast. And I remember you reaching out and we had um, a video chat and I felt so um, comforted to know that there were other people out there in the education industry who were creating podcasts in like these different genres um, within education. It just, it felt so good to know there was a little community building and to be a part of this from close to the beginning. I, um, I have loved to watch this network grow um, the people who are coming in, they're of high caliber, the podcasts are of high caliber. And it's just, um, I call it a success squad, where you just feel like you're surrounded by people who are like-minded, loving uh, education, we're pumping in good vibes and helping the people who are out there doing the work. And it just makes me feel better knowing that I'm in a tribe of like-minded podcasters. So thank you for that, Chris. You built that community. You are welcome. And I, I love the idea of the success squad. Yeah, isn't that fun? I just, uh, I heard that on another podcast. I am a certified life and leadership coach through the Life Coach School. And I was listening to the Life Coach School podcast and they were talking about building a success squad as you are entering into entrepreneurship, which is what some of us are doing in this industry. And it occurred to me that school leaders need a need a uh, success squad more than most people, <laughs> or maybe we all do, let's put it that way. But I really see the value in joining communities with people who are going to uplift you and people who are going to promote you in a way that's genuine and authentic. We're all here contributing on an individual level. But I feel like what EPN does is it brings us all together and gives people such depth and breadth at the same time. It definitely does. And sometimes when we're podcasting, we need to stop and take a breath. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like we're in our little isolated tunnel over here, just doing our thing. And 
that's another thing I love about EPN is we started um, doing uh, guest blogging and I tried to uh, contribute once a month to that. So if you're listening to EPN, you're following EPN, check out the blog in addition to the podcast, all of the podcasts that are on this network, because um, there's so much value and I read them. I contribute and I read them. I just think the wealth of knowledge that is being uh, concentrated in this community um, it's unlike anything I've seen in the industry. I love it. Yes. And that's a, see, you're a podcaster. So you did a great job promoting the educator's voice. So yes, you who is listening, if you're not following our blog post, go to edupodcastnetwork.com, click on blog. You can subscribe to that. You can get those posts in your inbox and all of our hosts are writing great posts. And Angela has certainly contributed some great posts as well. Now, Angela, you mentioned the word success a number of times and you also threw out there that you started this in 2018. And as we sit here recording this in, I, I, I can date this. We're recording this in August and we're getting ready for Christmas. If you're listening to this when it drops, yes. right? <laughs> but as we're having this conversation, you have available 293 episodes of your podcast. So you are crushing it. That's yes. great. That is so much valuable content. Um, but let's get in and let's get a little into how this how this started. So can you talk a little bit about your background in education and how that led you to podcasting? Absolutely. So like many of us, I started out as a teacher. I was an elementary school teacher, kindergarten, primarily kindergarten. I taught kindergarten 15 years, first grade. I did um, reading instruction before I became an instructional coach. And then I got tapped on the shoulder and they said, you'd make a great leader. And I thought the last thing I want to do is be a school leader. Um, but my superintendent was very, um, encouraging and <laughs> persistent and I ended up getting my credential and within a year I was in sitting in a leadership position. I was a brand new principal opening a brand new school. So that story really builds upon this podcast because I don't, think if I had been at a school that was well-oiled and I kind of walked in and it was already functioning, I don't think I'd be sitting here today because it was the hardest two years of my career. It was not just opening a new school with a new staff and a new community. With It was new construction. So I was dealing with construction and all of that. So I really struggled. And I had a coach and mentor. Her name is Fran. Shout out to Fran, who's saved my life, saved my career. She kept me uh, pulled together, but I um, really struggled. And those first two years taught me that this is the hardest job on the planet, I think. And number two, um, without support, I would not have made it. So fast forward, I did the job for another five years, ended up going into district administration. And that's when I saw it. I, I saw the need for a success squad, basically, um, principals were working in isolation. So we were coming to district meetings with a smile on our face, pretending everything was okay, because that's the way you were taught to lead. And then you would go back to your school and you in isolation and be suffering and miserable and just panicked and stressed all of the time. So I got certified as a life and leadership coach. I applied that work for two years in the position before I realized I need to spread the word here. This isn't fair for me to have the secret (laughs) to school leadership and not help people. So I started helping my colleagues within my district. And then my coach suggested that I step out and do it full time. 
So the very first thing she said, you need to start a podcast. And I said, that is not happening. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds very scary to me. I don't know anything what a podcast is. This was back in 2017. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I would do it. And she just said, you just teach your content in an audio format and you are a teacher. You can do this. So she locked me. She took me to a suite in San Francisco. She locked me in a hotel room and said, you will not leave until you write three podcasts. That is how this podcast started. (laughs) Go Fran. I love Fran. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and I, um, I wrote the podcast. It took me eight hours to write three podcasts, the first three. And I read that first one out loud to her and she just cried and said, this is what the world needs from you. And so I came back home and I researched how to do a podcast, how to start it. And fortunately for me, um, somebody recommended a podcast producer. And because my biggest obstacle mentally was the technology behind podcasting, like the, the editing and all of that, I hired somebody to get my, to launch me. So I feel like there are podcasters out there who are doing it on their own. And I like bow to you, technology gurus. I love you all. And I, that just wasn't my niche. And I didn't want to waste time getting my content out, trying to figure out the technology. So I did hire a producer. Um, but I will tell you the beginning years, it, I struggled with content and I, I had the thought like, oh, I hate doing the podcast. And now it is my absolute next to working with live clients and coaching and doing my, the work I was born to do. Podcasting is my favorite part of my business. Absolute favorite. I I love it. I love it. And, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, hiring a producer and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So for anybody who's listening to this and you feel like you have something to say, but maybe the technology or how to do it is a little intimidating that it's okay. I mean, you, could you can pay for things with time or money and, You know, if you can invest the money and get your voice out there that much quicker, do that. If you've got the time to invest and you want to learn the technology, do that. There's no one way to podcast, right? It's like, uh, yes, amen to that. I agree with that because at the time I thought I could sit here and struggle and learn how to do the podcast and in the technology piece, but I would probably, it would probably not happen or I could invest in the podcast and, you know, like I probably could have learned it and figured it out, but it would have started later or I would have given up. I could just see where I was going to go down that path. And I didn't want to hold back the content to the people. And I thought podcasting is the fastest way to get it out there. So I thought I'm going to struggle enough with content. I don't need to also add layers of obstacles in my way of podcasting but I will tell you, anybody who's thinking about podcasting, if you've got the skill set, do it yourself. But if you don't, do not be ashamed to hire support in whatever way that looks for you. But get your voice out there. Podcasting is one of my favorite things. It's a, it's so much fun. And I am going to say for me personally, it has been the fastest way to build traction with my audience. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love podcasts. I, I you know. And and talking with somebody who also loves it and is passionate about their topic makes it that much easier to do. But when we think about your topic, okay, the empowered principle, it's not the only leadership podcast that exists, right? And it's certainly not the only education leadership podcast out there as well. What is it about your experiences or your podcast 
that make it unique? What makes your podcast different than everybody else's in the leadership arena? Yeah, well, I I think that I am the only certified life coach for school leaders. So I have been through different trainings. I went through the Martha Beck Institute training back in 2012 when I first started uh, my school leadership experience. And I did it for personal reasons because I was a single mom. I was trying to balance work life, home life, single life. Um, and so I did that personally, but I gained so much and I was able to apply that to the actual job. So I did it with boots on the ground. And then in 2015, I came across the life coach school and I followed them for a while. Well, I f- followed them probably for a year, but then they offered this life coach training. And I thought the tools she's speaking of sound like they might work really well in school leadership. So I'm going to go and get certified and see what this is all about. It was a week long drinking from a fire hose from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. for six days straight. And then I had to go through three months of a certification process to complete that certification. And I certify every single year. I have to recertify. So um, I just feel like I love all the information that's out there, but mine is separate in the sense that I come at the angle as a life and leadership coach. So I have the experience of school leadership. I have the experience of applying these tools to the, to the job and the profession. And I have seven years under my belt as a coach. So that I think is what makes the empowered principle so unique. And I really focus on the mental and emotional fitness, well-being, um, health of the school leaders. So the healthier the school leader is physically, mentally, emotionally, the healthier their school is and the easier that they are able to lead their school. Exactly. So for you who's listening, if you are not or you've never checked out the Empower Principle, a couple of things you can do. You can go to edupodcastnetwork.com and you can find Angela's show there. But the best thing you could do would be to go to her website, which is angelakellycoaching.com. And you can work with her. You can get access to all the podcasts and all of the content that she is creating. So there'll be a link to both places in the show notes, which are a swipe or a tap away. But make sure you go to Angela Kelly Coaching. Dot com and you can totally connect with her and the podcast. Angela, in the time that you've done your podcast, again, approaching, although as this comes out, you're probably past 300 episodes at this point. Uh, so 300 episodes under your belt. What is the biggest success that's come from your podcast so far? First of all, I want to, I, the first thing that comes to mind is once I decided to do the podcast, I was willing to commit to showing up every single week without fail, no matter what is no matter how long it took me to come up with content or how, like, you know, you have episodes where you record and you have no volume (laughs) or you record and the, and the quality is awful. And you just spent 30, 40 minutes speaking into a mic. That's not recording all kinds of stuff. And this is with the producer, by the way. So (laughs) if that highlights my technology skills, but um, I just was willing to do it because I was in service of the community that I was trying to serve. So number one, I became a different person because I have a podcast. I have evolved into a person who shows up every day and will overcome my technology fears or technology knowledge. I'll do whatever it takes to get this podcast out on time to my producer, to the people, because my podcast, it, it fulfills me, but it fulfills a need that's out in the world. 
And that's what drives me to do this podcast every single week. I think about the school leader who is suffering or they're isolated or they're brand new or they're aspiring and can't land a job or they're, they're veteran and they're burned out. Those are the humans I'm thinking about as I'm sitting down recording this podcast. So I feel like my biz, biggest success really of the podcast is identifying as a podcaster, embracing the life of a podcaster and act genuinely loving it and becoming the version of me that uses podcasting to help people and to be in service to the world. And I see this as my tiny little contribution to the planet Earth and to all the humans. Um, and I just couldn't love it anymore. For the new listener who is going to hear this conversation and they can't wait to go over and check out your podcast, is there an episode that you would recommend that they start with that's not the first one? If they don't want to go all the way back to the beginning, where should they start? What I would do is if you can, if you have the ability to search, what I would search for is what is your biggest pain point right now? Like when you're thinking about listening to the podcast, what is the outcome you're hoping to achieve by listening and search that word to see if you can find um, a podcast specific to you? Because I think all of the podcasts are relevant but some of the later podcasts, you might not understand what I'm talking about if it's a little more 2.0. But in some of the beginning podcasts, it might feel like I'm, I don't want to listen to 300 episodes. So I would say I would just search empowered principle and then pain point word or success word, whatever you are looking to seek out of the podcast and just see what speaks to you. Because I could recommend, I, I think they're all amazing and I could recommend a podcast, but I just think you have to find the one that lands for you, which is true in EPN too. Like all of our podcasts are amazing and you have to find that one that's just going to speak to you. So my recommendation actually is like Google search it, you know, whatever you think is going to give you the best um, bang for your buck and get to the heart of the matter of what it is you want to achieve or something you want to, um, to change or fix or improve. I think that's fair. And with the number of episodes that you have created, there is certainly a plethora of knowledge available. But let me turn it on you specifically, Angela. Is there an episode or episode that really stands out to you that was particularly something you're really proud of or just in having that conversation or a particular topic where you're like, yeah, this is a really great episode and like you get value from having done it? Yes. I I mean, again, like they're all my babies. I love them all. But um, if I had to pick, I would say listening, and I just did a repeat of these. I did back to basics over the summer um, to just pull up the best of the best podcasts. And there are podcasts where listeners feel they are the best ones. There was dealing with the haters. Um, but what I think is really essential for school leaders is uh, planning your vision, creating a vision for your school, and then learning how to sell and create buy-in for that vision. Because I think those be the capacity to do those two things. And then the follow up one to that would be like the three month plan, which is breaking your vision down into 90 day chunks that make it easy and doable for you. But if you don't have a vision and you don't know how to sell that vision, leadership is going to be very challenging. It's going to feel like you're always on a hamster wheel trying to make um, the vision a, a reality in your school, but you're going to feel like you're being faced against wave after wave after wave and obstacle after obstacle. So 
I would say if you're a brand new school leader or you're in school leadership and new to the Empowered Principal podcast, hit those two first, go to the three-month plan, get your head wrapped around your vision and making it sellable, doable, and then breaking it down to make it tangible. And we could also promote the EPN blog again because you wrote our August 7th, 2023 post called Creating School Vision Buy-In, Tips for School Leaders. So I will link to that in the show notes as well, a fine piece of writing from Angela. Yes. And actually, I think I did a follow-up to that, which was creating the buy-in. Coming, It's probably coming up. So we're recording in August. It might be coming up in September, but you guys are listening in December. So you can go back and check that out as well. Perfect. 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 Uh, Angela, what innovative practices have you been able to develop or bring into your own work because of the podcast? I think uh, one of the things I've been able to do with the podcast is I bring that human experience into school leadership and I share those stories. I have my clients on the podcast telling their struggles and their successes in real time. So I might interview them in the beginning when they're trying to figure life out and school leadership out. And then I will have them again at the end. I love sharing their before and afters. One thing I'm really careful about, Chris, is I curate this podcast to not be a series of commercials or advertisements for whatever industry to come in and to like capture my listeners attention. I'm very careful not to do that. When I do interviews, they are people that I personally know they're clients of mine or coaches I've worked with um, or uh, fellow professionals, but that I've engaged with on a personal level so that I understand their mission and their vision and their intention. I do not want the podcast to be just solicitation to my principals. They get enough of that in their emails, in the in their mail box. Um, I want this to be valuable content 100% of the time so that listeners, when they tune in, they know they're not just being sold to, that they're cre- they're getting value out of their time because time is a one of your top assets. And if you're going to gift me with the value of your time and your energy listening, I want you to get something in return every single episode. I love it. Again, you want to go out to AngelaKellyCoaching.com or you want to go to EDUPodcastNetwork.com to check out The Empowered Principle. Angela, before we wrap up our conversation today, I want to give you the opportunity to share any key lessons or advice that you have from podcasting that you would like to share with the aspiring podcaster or an educator in general. Yes, I would. I think one of the leverages that we underutilize is our understanding of emotion. And I think whether you're a podcaster or an educator, you are driven by your emotions. So when you're having a great day and things feel productive, you're, you're just, you're, you're getting a lot, you're taking a lot of action and you're feeling really good about yourself. You're feeling good about your industry. You're feeling good about podcasting. You're feeling good about leading and teaching and all of those things. And when you're having a really tough day, you can, you know, you can see it. You, you can watch yourself like kind of tank and feel discouraged defeated, you feel like a failure, your self-concept goes down. And it's interesting to watch our brain offer us thoughts of encouragement when things are going well and thoughts of discouragement or failure, or like, you don't want to throw your hands up on those days where the technology isn't working or no one's listening to the podcast. And why am I doing this anyway? 
here's what I want to offer to the new podcaster. Do it anyway. No one listened to me for a year, two years. And now we're five years in. And I'm telling you that it is those little micro decisions you make every single week to show up, to figure out that technology that compounds and your podcast will be successful when you just don't quit on it. When you don't give up, when you figure it out, when you ask for help, that's a big one. Um, like I did, I just asked for podcasting production help and I got it. I've got the best people in the world, uh, digital freedom productions, shout out to you. I love them. And, um, I just think that those, that little bit of showing up every single week, your podcast can't fail if you just don't quit on it. That's tip number one. And just noticing when you're having a rough day emotionally and your things aren't working, it's okay to step away, take a breath, maybe come back to it tomorrow, call for help, or just like, I'm not going to give up on it. I'm just going to take a pause and just handle myself. And I know tomorrow's a new day. So whether you're an educator or a podcaster, tune into those emotions and just know like, you don't want to take your podcast energy and be angry or frustrated and like record a podcast, right? <laughs> you want to be in the space of the content and the emotional energy you want to offer to your audience. So just tune into those emotions, be willing to step back, be willing to ask for help, but just don't micro quit on yourself or the podcast. Keep going and it will gain the traction that you are seeking. That is great advice. And again, for you who's listening, make sure you tune in to Angela's podcast. And if you're not a principal or a school leader, go check it out anyway, because I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're an educator in some way, and maybe listening to an episode, you'll be able to then better recommend it to the education leader in your life. Angela, I've had a ball talking with you and getting to know a little bit more about your podcast. I know since you've been on the network, we've had some conversations here and there, but it was nice to sit down and record this conversation with you. I hope you had fun. I had a great time. It's always good to see you. And I just, again, I have to just one last plug for the network because we're all out doing our things and we don't see each other regularly. And some meetings I make, some meetings I don't. And I just know I have a support network that I can come to if I have questions or concerns. No, it's and a support squad. So support squad. That's what we're going with from now on. EPN. <laughs> yes, I love it. And I love this community. And it's like, what I love is like, you don't have to, this is for anybody listening, whether you're a podcaster or an educator, you don't have to be like in someone's space 24 seven for the, for them to be support to you. This group is here. I know I can come at any time, zip, zip in, zip out, get what I need, provide support to Chris and to the other um, community members to support their, um, their podcast as well. It's just, it's such a healthy community that Chris has created. So if you're an educator, you're a podcaster, you're all of the above, come check us out and join us. Be a part of this group. Uh, let's grow this and really support the educators out there who are in our schools doing this work. I can barely say that better myself. So we will we will end on that. Go check out The Empower Principal at AngelaKellyCoaching.com. Check out the other shows on the network, edupodcastnetwork.com. You'll be able to connect with Angela and all of us. And until next time, Angela, it's been a pleasure going behind the mic with you, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much, Chris.